Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Happy New Year, listeners. Failing better, 2023. Can you believe it? I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm Johnny Pelham. Sean said he was going to mix up the intro today, and I, f- I think you did mix it up. I certainly felt slightly confused as to where any sentence was going. Well, the good. I mean, that's sort of how it should be with most sentences. But I, um, <laughs> here's what I had in mind, really, for the for the podcast moving forward, Johnny, at the beginning. Because I think normally we sort of do this whole thing like, how are you? Hope you're well. Blah, blah, blah. And neither of us are ever well. And neither of us have anything new to say. So I think if we've got a thing that we want to talk about, yeah, we well, maybe one of us should just jump in and just go, hey, the, the, and then a mate, we're off to the races, you know? So like, do you, you, have something, you have something you want to talk about? Well, I was just going to talk about 2023 resolutions and all that shit, if you're doing anything. Oh, that's a, that's a bloody... I mean, already I feel like this is a better podcast, don't you? I, um... I actually, I'll have to listen back to it and study it and critically reflect on it before I make it. I'm massively adverse to any sort of sweeping generalizations or easy criticism. So I'll need a, quite an in-depth analysis. I mean, look, how can anyone say this podcast isn't funnier than it used to be? Um, well, I, I mean, this first minute has been hilarious. <laughs> I've got, a, I genuinely, do you know, do you know what? I've, I've not got like resolutions, but I do feel like, a new a new dawn is broken for Sean McLaughlin. Wow, that's a big sentence. What do you mean by that? I do, well, I feel what does like, this new dawn look like? Well, it, it looks it very looks a bit like me, but maybe with slightly better shoes. I think that's that's, <laughs> the, that's what it is. So you've got to get right down to that. You've got to like look from the top. You think this is the same dawn. This is, and then you get to the shoes and like fucking out. It's a whole new dawn. It's like it's like the Italian football team in a, in a major international tournament. You build from the back. And I view the shoes as the back of the body. <laughs> so you're saying your shoe is going to be the, the, the Gianluca Buffon, Cilalini and sort of uh, Bonucci. Shoe, yeah, yeah. My, shoe, my shoes are the Buffon. My jeans are the Maldini. Yeah. My shirt is the uh, Perlo. Yeah. And my top is um, Di Canio. You've got the of ears course, of... <laughs> who, who, of course, is a fascist. <laughs> Brain of Di Canio, ears of Francesco Totti. What a man you are. I'd love that. I'd love to have Totti's ears. I've never noticed Totti's ears, but I imagine they're beautiful, pristine ears. In my head, Totti's got fantastic ears. Better than my fucking 
old lug holes. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, Totty's got better ears than you. No, I am. I, I do feel like things are going to... Things could change for me this year. Could, could <laughs> is the big word there. Because I think uh, most years I've said things will change. This year, I've gained enough wisdom, mm. possibly through doing this podcast. Because as, as everyone knows, our wisdom is wise. And our jokes are funny. <laughs> and I think... What more could they want? What more could you want? Yeah, come on. What more can you want? Have you got Have you got resolutions then? What are you up to? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm also feeling very chipper. I've started doing, I started, I did three gigs this week. Love them. Genuinely really enjoyed doing stand-up again. Realised I've been in a bit of a flump for the last year. And I'm, I'm feeling out of it. I'm feeling very ready to gig and make my life enjoyable and fun. And go- Okay, well, well you ju- your, your, your tech just cut out halfway through that sentence, but we're going to plough ahead. Um, Basically, I'm feeling good. Gigging again, doing eight days of uh, no drinking, dry January, and uh, things are good. Why do you think you enjoyed the gig so much? Where were well, they? What was the vibe? What, were, what was your role within the gig? Um, I was uh, tickets. I was getting the tickets <laughs> off people. <laughs> You've always loved that. I just love You've, it. That's why you got into the game. It is, because they seem so excited. I say, have you got a ticket? And they say, yes. I say, there's going to be some great comedians on. They say, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Then yeah. I go home. And, and then you, watch, go, uh... you, go, you go, you don't fucking work for the NHS. You're not getting this fucking discount. You're not, you're not convincing me with that fucking stethoscope. That's what you say. I'm, I'm very severe. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm not willing to just take... If they, if they haven't got the right ID... Look, you can be 74. You're not getting into my comedy club unless you've got ID. I scream that. I say, listen, Doris, <laughs> go, go home, get your fucking ID, and you come back for the first break. But you're not getting into my comedy club. That's what I say to them. That's what you do. You do. You go, you go I don't care how disabled you look, okay? <laughs> if you don't have the right paperwork, yeah. I'm not giving you the discount. Doctors know. You need, is this a doctor's note? These tears? No, they're not. So you need to call up your local GP. Yeah. And you need to say, I need a note telling me that I'm ill enough to justify a one pound reduction on my ticket. Yeah. Otherwise, it's full price. And so I really enjoyed that. You know, it's caused a lot of chaos, screaming at people. And it just makes me feel alive. <laughs> when other people around me feel sad, I feel better, Sean. It's funny that, isn't it? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what what I like about it, like I said that as a joke, and then John looked like that's actually really true though. That's very, very, very another wise comment from old mm-hmm. Johnny Pelham. Sean only um, feels good at funerals, <laughs> at funerals of people he doesn't really love. He's like, yes, look at them all crying. Or divorces, or divorces. <laughs> yeah. What um what were the gigs then that you did, Johnny? I did one at the Lead Mill in Sheffield. Wonderful um, venue. Wonderful venue, and then I did two at the Glasgow Stand. Um, got the Megabus. I was talking about this on the um, Patreon show. Got the Megabus, but I love the Megabus. On the what? <laughs> I mean, I know what you meant, but you didn't really. Did not say Patreon. No, you did. Well, you weren't saying Megabus. That's what you said. God, you sound like me at that ticket office. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how you sound. <laughs> You're not coming in unless you got a doctor's now. <laughs> Um, the that was... Patreon episode is what Johnny just said. And if you wish to hear that, you can sign up to our Patreon at Only... patreon.com slash failing better. More content every week. And now is a good time because you don't get billed for a month and you get billed on the first of the month. So you can have like three weeks without paying to see if it is worth it. But that was quite a good little plug I thought. I plugged quite a versatile plug. It'd be good in Europe and in the UK. It is the best plug I've used. It's the one that went straight up my butthole <laughs> last night. <laughs> 
and that's a good plug. I mean, that is a the butt plug is a good plug. If we're like, if we're rating plugs, <laughs> and I think we might be Johnny. Number one, plug number one, number one, sick. Number two, butt. Number three, the one we just did for our Patreon. Sean, I can't get behind the idea that sink plug is better than a butt plug. What about you... plug? What about plug for the Bash Street kids? How, how high is he? <laughs> what? You know, the Bash the ba- Street kid. Do you remember the Bash Street kids? <laughs> Do you mean the from Backstreet the... Boys? No, no. From the Beano, there was one of the comics was a bunch of naughty school kids. No, I never, I never um, went to Beano. One of them was called Plug. Really? Was he yeah. a good? Was he a good character? He looked exactly like me, and he was he was probably the star of the show, if I'm honest. So you, I think Foot Plunk number one. The best. Have, you ever, have you ever used a Foot Plunk? <laughs> no comment. Definitely no comment. <laughs> that's yes. That's yes. <laughs> that's yes. definitely no comment. <laughs> that's an absolute yes. Because I would. I've never used a Foot Plunk, and I feel very confident saying no. Well, you no comment means yes. When did you use a, your Foot Plunk, Sean? Well, it's not. Look, I've not had one. I've I've been in the room as people have used one. I have not been the person to enter it into myself. When you said people, how many people are in this room? I, this conversation must end. It must <laughs> end now. This is so exciting. So can you... Look, I had a very, very out-of-the-box first communion. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, the I, went to a very, I went to a very progressive parish. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, Johnny. Well, that's very exciting. So you've been in a room with someone who's got a, 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 a foot plug in their butt. How exciting. <laughs> pa- Patreon listeners should know this is the point where I've lost my... <laughs> we, this, we is did the, it. this is the moment for me. So um... we, were, we were both feeling optimistic on the Patreon episode and we did a, a, a bet of when we'd lose faith. And Sean's gone early. <laughs> I still have faith. Mine's gone early. Almost as early as that butt plug went straight out the old butthole. Well, anyway, I was on the... I had to get the Megabus to Glasgow. And what I realised is I love the Megabus. Because, like... I've done some right things this year, like I went to the BAFTAs, but the thing about going to the BAFTAs is, me at the BAFTAs is just terrifying, because like, I'm just surrounded by people who are clearly better mm. than me, mm. I'm just, like Martin Freeman's over there, and I'm thinking, just panicking, like, do I talk to, like, what would I say to Martin Freeman? The whole, where's the megabus, it's surrounded by my people. You know, do, you, the, do, you, do you don't view yourself as inferior to people on the megabus? No, I feel those are my, those are my Really? Crowd. That's interesting, yeah. okay. What sort of people are there? What sort of people are on there? Well, everyone's having a crisis on the Megabus. 100%, yeah. And you've got, like, you, and I, those are my people. Like, you can have shit on your shoe and people are like, yeah, that's fine. You can, you know, obviously have jizz on your coat. People are like, that's fine. Obviously. <laughs> Where else would it be? Yeah, you can exactly. have, a, you can have a, a plug up your butt. And was like, of course. I know exactly. I know what you mean because this morning I was having a walk down the street and I needed the toilet and I just went in the Weatherspoons in Stratton. Perfect. uh, And it was ten thirty a.m. and it was packed and I looked around at the sort of mob that were there. Yeah. Many of them three or four pints deep and I did think, here we are. We're all here. (laughs) Well, well done us. You wash your hands. You get a round of applause. You get you seen as one of the great. The great citizens of the Weatherspoons. You don't wash your you hands leave. in a Weatherspoons. Not without getting some abuse. <laughs> oh, think? vegetarian, are you? <laughs> washing your hands. Fucking woke. It's all, <laughs> yeah, it's you political woke. correctness gone mad washing your hands. You're fucking... you sheeple. But you wear a mask too, don't you? You fucking wanker. Yeah, yeah. Take that butt plug out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so I so I'm really loving comedy again, which is really nice. That's great, man. I yeah. um I'm looking forward to getting there. I haven't had a gig yet this year, but I've got a few this week, and they should be nice. I think I'm I'm not putting any pressure on myself because I'm not I'm probably not writing a new show. I just want to build up some stuff at a nice pace, do nice gigs. Yeah, yeah, it's but- good. That's the thing. It's a good thing to be a comedian. It's just a lot of the time it's crap. I think. I'm really. I I think I got into a flunk with it. Was I just felt like I wasn't very good at comedy. I didn't really know I was doing it. As well, like, what is this? And now I think I'm fine. I'm fine at comedy. <laughs> I do genuinely think my enjoyment of comedy is completely in proportion to whether I feel it matters being good or not. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> just, just, just any, crank any, out, just crank out the jokes. Any promoters listening, I'd like to say I have the exact opposite opinion. I've never cared more about this art form. <laughs> Of course I care, but I think it's more like, yeah, we're fine. We're good comedians. There's no issue, right? I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, talk about two idiots tempting fate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I this this month I'm just doing really nice gigs, and I think that's having a big part of my enjoying comedy again. It's just like, yeah, definitely. And it was like the social side, just sitting in a green room, chatting away, slagging mm-hmm. off someone more successful than me. It's great. Yeah, that is great. That is great. That's why I always like this podcast, to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we can slag each other off and both each of us thinks the other one's more successful (laughs) so that's your so that's your um i mean that's your goal is it because we sort of asked what your goals were and yours were to what keep doing comedy and keep enjoying it well i'm so i'm gonna write a new show so one of my goals is to write a shit hot show or at least a competent show for edinburgh Mm -hmm. and then tour it so that sort of feels quite nice Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna film uh my last edinburgh show Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. from four years ago so nice and quick on that well, someone's knocking on the door I'm going to have to go because it's an Amazon package and Toby's going to kill me <laughs> fill time Sean fill time okay um, well it's it's good to be back everyone that's all I want to say um, I've been feeling good as well I had a little impromptu trip uh, to Morocco with my wife that I was not looking forward to but actually Morocco is a country that really uh uh, it's spellbinding. Uh, it definitely gets you out of your rhythm. You have to pay attention to it. Um, a very threatening country in many ways. Um, everyone's trying to rip you off. And I sort of liked that. Um, What's happening? What are you talking about? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I feel like anything can be said there. Sorry. We've got a new bed coming. And Sophie's been like, "You, I'm going to leave whilst you're doing your... Little podcast. She calls it little podcast. I hate that. I Just hate what? You win two BAFTAs and you think you're better than failing better? She's not better than it. I, I tell her that every day. I'm every not day joking. We're going to win three BAFTAs. How about that? Well, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've not got uh, nominated for best podcast at the podcast <laughs> awards, but we're going to. I think. I think if this doesn't win an Emmy this year, I think we quit. Yeah, I that that I think I that's a blood pact that we've both decided on. Yeah, Emmy all out. I just want to say something, Johnny. You seem very out of breath. Well, I'm really sprinted. What is the what is the current state of your physical fitness as we, go, was, as we go into the new year? I would say, and I mean this uh, very honestly, appalling. Mm. Like I'm the other day, Sophie woke me up. Sophie's a bit of a sleep fascist, but nonetheless, she just said uh, she woke me up because I was breathing too loudly, mm. and that must be because of not moving enough during the day like i think like the passages of my lungs are getting like blocked by laziness yeah yeah it does seem like it like I am actually, out of breath. that is one of my, my one of my goals this year my main ambition 
yeah. is to get really fit. Right. Do you mean attractiveness? Because that's going to cost a lot of money, I think. Look, I don't mean in terms of the face. There Great. is a limit to how much you can do there. Yeah. But I mean, I, 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 think, I think basically I'm at a point now where I go, it's now or never for me to get a hot bod. <laughs> <laughs> how hot are we talking? Are we talking like Brad Pitt? No, in like no. 300, like how, how hot are we talking? In what, in 300, yeah, Brad Not Pitt. Not in 300. What his, he I love that film. <laughs> Look, we can all, I made a little mistake. What's the film he did of, where he was Achilles? Troy. Troy. Helen of Troy must have been fit. <laughs> great, great book. Helen of Troy must have been fit. I think satire, that... done. Is that satire? I don't want it. <laughs> when are we going to get our BAFTA? That's Emmy. What... I Everyone... want an Emmy. <laughs> Helen of Troy, get her on page three of the sun and, and get red tops moving again. <laughs> anyway, um, sidestepping that uh, potential lawsuit from, <laughs> I even know who, just the entire female population, I think. Imagine if you got sued by women. By womanhood. <laughs> A bad year for me. I mean, sued by every, every woman. The concept of womanhood has sued failing better. And still, our Patreon numbers don't rise. Um, um, no, what, um, I, I, I want to get, get fit. No, I don't want to get that fit. I'm watching that show, The White Lotus. Have you watched that show? Oh, it's so good. You think so? Yeah. Do you not like it? I oh, know. I, I like it. I don't think it's yeah. grabbed me the way it's grabbed everyone else, but I do like it. Are you on uh, season two? Yeah, yeah, we just oh, started right, yes. that. Season two is better than the season one. I think season yeah. one was fine. I think season two is actually very good. I think it's really good. But like, um, all the men... Is that just what men have to look like now? Not in like, Hollywood they do, but that's... But men, like English men, just look like sort of bits have gone off ham. So we're never Yeah, I know, good. but I think even a lot of the men, like even a lot of the lads that I see walking around now, like I think everyone goes to the gym and stuff. And I feel like I've I've lost my way a bit. And I want to. I just want to get. It won't. T- I'm lucky. It won't take that much for me to get a, f- a fit body, because obviously I'm naturally quite stacked. You know. Yeah, I'm calling calling bullshit on that. The thing about you is you're very you're very like wiry. Like you'd be a good. You're not really meant to be a human. I don't think. Like you'd be a good like. What's what would you? I'm like a grasshopper. Yeah, I'm like a. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. You'd be a yeah. great if you were a grasshopper. You'd be a fit grasshopper. Thanks. People would be like, God, that grasshopper. Like, you've been going out with, like, the Halle Berry of the grasshopper world. You'd probably be in Hollywood, you know, grasshopper Hollywood. But as a human, you're fucked. I mean, you're never going to... What do you reckon grasshopper Hollywood... What sort of films do you think they're producing then? (laughs) I guess Bugs. (laughs) But just Bugs Life and Ants. And I guess, guess like, the... um, the pole vault and the, the long jump would be much more, sort of... Much more have much higher status in the grasshopper community. Why? Because they do they do grasshoppers jump a lot? I don't even yeah. know that. They're jumpy, aren't they? They're jumpy chaps. So I reckon that'd be like their, their hundred me or hundred meter sprint would be their long jump. Guys, I think it's a really good time to just say you have to give us a five star review on iTunes. <laughs> we think this is a five star comedy podcast. If we're um, talking about the grasshopper Olympics, I mean, how have we got here? What kooky dudes? <laughs> just a couple of couple of kooky kooky dudes hey it's the olympics right but it's not Shoot. humans it's grasshoppers it's what grasshoppers it's not you, you think someone's firing a gun at the beginning they're not firing a gun they're bloody um they're, they're shooting a larval egg out of their ass 
<laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Five stars, please. It's the Grasshopper Olympics. <laughs> Every year, they um, you know, they don't jump over hurdles. They jump over um, f- fucking twigs or something. <laughs> Five stars. Five it's the Grasshopper Olympics. <laughs> Grasshopper Olympics. Do you want to think of one, Johnny? What else happens? Um, what else happens at the Grasshopper Olympics? Uh, they um, they also do things like judo, but uh, in the country women, they don't really care about that that much. It's more of a Japanese grasshopper sort of thing. Oh, Grasshopper Olympics, five stars. I made it to your political. You, cer- you certainly did, Johnny. I mean, this is so far a white knuckle ride into the <laughs> minds and bodies of two, I'm going to say psychopaths. <laughs> Um, no, I want to get fit. I want to get. I want to get fit because actually, weirdly, you said Hollywood. I'm going to LA later this Whoa, year. Whoa, that's going to be a weird. That's going to be. What do you think? That's going to be. Sorry, like? sorry. When I say LA, I mean Lincoln Abattoir. I'm going to the Lincoln. <laughs> no, I'm going Wait, to. That's where we're doing our first Patreon record from, from <laughs> the Abattoir. Welcome to the slaughterhouse floor. <laughs> These pigs are going to die, and so is any sense of joy that you find about the world. <laughs> Here we are. Speculating on what a bug Olympics would look like as, as, pigs, as, as, as the light goes from these pigs' eyes, they know they're being killed. It's a horrible these, world we live in. These pigs couldn't be in the Olympics because they're about to be brutally massacred en masse. Keep supporting the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely just a five star review and you don't even have to listen to the podcast anymore just give us a five star so you're going to LA that's exciting I'm going to Los Angeles and I just you know I just don't want to be I don't want to be the biggest wiener there and I know that they've got big drug problems in LA so mm. I'm assuming there'll be a few people with my body type yeah. complexion yeah. sort of mental faculties Yeah. but it'd be nice to just get a bit just a bit healthy because I used to be in very very good shape it's, it's, was there at least one too many varies in that sentence? How many varies did I say? You said two varies. I don't know if you were ever in very, very good shape. Well, it depends. Look, compared to Usain Bolt, no. Yeah. Compared to uh, you, probably. I think you're probably one very better than me, but I don't think your very, very good shape is, is, can be right. Well, what's your definition of good shape? Very good shape. Very like, good I shape. used to be, I was very athletic. You be, are you were you good at like the ten thousand meters? I can imagine you being a good long. Was I good at the ten thousand meters? I imagine you being a good like middle distance runner. Yeah, I was. I was very good. W- were you like county level? Did you? I ran for my. School. Wait a minute. Are you Sean McLaughlin from the twenty twelve Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> are you Sean McLaughlin? That's right, guys. It's Grasshopper Olympic <laughs> gold medal winner Sean McLaughlin giving you a masterclass in how to. With the grasshopper 10,000 meters, which is what? Probably more like six, six, 60 inches or something. God, what a shit podcast. Oh, oh. God. It's mad, isn't it, that the grasshopper um, 10,000 meters. We have to nip this right in the bud. All right, let's nip it. I was going to make a no, penis no, joke. No, go on, but... then. You're going to make a penis joke? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious to know, because I heard the first three words of it. I don't know how that was going to be a penis joke. Because you, you said the grasshopper 10,000 metres was 60 inches. And I was going to say, it's amazing that the grasshopper 10,000 metres is just the size of one of my penises. <laughs> sort of implying there that you have more than one, which was a, which was a mistake. I, it's, 
it is staggering that people give us money to do this podcast. Like, it is, it is mad. I think this is the best podcast we've ever done. Certainly think- the best podcast this year, yeah. It's the best podcast of this calendar year. Yeah. Um. Of of across all podcasts. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I've listened to no podcast this year. I don't listen to podcasts. They're not for me. <laughs> this isn't my medium, really. Um. So you're going to LA? Go to LA, and I just want to get a bit fit. Like I'm, yeah. you know, I'm in okay shape, I suppose. I eat relatively well. I just need to get my. I've got really skinny arms. Mm. I just want to get them less skinny, and then I think the rest of it kind of takes care of itself. Like what are you are you doing weights? Are you doing sit ups? How are you trying to get better? Yeah, I want to build my arms up, so I'm doing a lot of sit ups. No, I just meant in general. What's your regime? Well, regime is a strong word. I wouldn't say that it's sort of a, a regime. It's more of a sort of I don't know. I basically I I did some weights today. I, I've got this, the, the, the most effective technique for me, because I've got a bit of nerve damage in my right arm and I have a bit of sort of mobility issues. So I can't do proper dumbbells Yeah. Um, on the right arm, which yeah. means my right arm is sort of thinner than my left, which I'm very self-conscious about. <laughs> I've never noticed that, but that'll be stored away for an insult in the if, coming episode. If, you, if, 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 if you're looking to twist the knife, Johnny, yeah. that is absolutely the one to get for me. Great. Um, well, this is really good knowledge. Yeah. So what I do is I get a towel and I step on it and I pull it. A towel? What? Apparently that's what they do in prison. And it really works for me, given my limitations on the right side of my body. So you're hoping that picking up a towel over enough repetitions is going to make you Brad Pitt fit? Look, Brad Pitt is not my... my, my... Who's your goal? Oh, fuck, who's my goal? Like... Neville Southall. <laughs> Vincent Del Bosque or someone like that. <laughs> And was in the Aston. No, I think if I just keep li- if I keep stepping on this towel and trying to lift it, eventually I can get shredded. I don't, I, look, well, don't... good luck with it. I believe in you, Sean. <laughs> I think a lot of our listeners won't, but I believe that. I I did look into trying to get a personal trainer, and, and then I as soon as I thought about what that would entail, I thought I can't. Mm. I just can't. How can I say that to them? Because they always go, "What are your fitness goals?" I want to be fit. What was it? I want to be what, LA fit. What's my fit? I want to be able to peel an orange. Like that's my goal. I want to have enough strength yeah. in my fingers that I can pierce an a pierce an orange peel. I want to be able to break some spaghetti. I want to be able to open a fucking carton of milk once. I want to take my dad off speed dial for when I need to get into a drinks. It's happened the again. again. Happened again, Dad. Uh, well, that's exciting. So, so you're, so you're, to sum up, your plan is to get Hollywood fit, and you're going to do that by picking up a towel. That's well, it. I've, I'm leaving you, Sean. Thanks, this is exciting. Man. And we should check in in like next year to see if you've achieved the goals of you getting shredded. Well, I've got weights as well. Like sometimes I lie in my bed and I just push weights up and down. And um... I think we're getting a glimpse and I do, into do, quite I, a I... sad existence. <laughs> getting more than a glimpse you're getting the whole kit and caboodle i i do um i do sit-ups and stuff and i go for runs how, um, how far are you running um we'll just have a i mean as long as the police are chasing really is <laughs> i am um, little joke there you slipped in it was a, look like we are capable of of making an entertaining podcast we're just choosing not to we've got to always have that, that in your head listeners yeah, yeah. If, at any point, we can make this podcast more successful. We're just happy on the sort of bottom rung. We're underground. We're underground podcasters. We are underground. But I said that to my wife the other day. 
Yeah. And she sort of went to the window and shrugged a little bit. But she went, "Why aren't you listening to any of these best podcast things?" I went, "Yeah, we're too cool for that. We're like a, we're like the we're like the indie podcast." And she went, "We are. We're the Velvet <sighs> Underground." Yeah, we're the Velvet that. Underground, and you've yeah, never yeah. heard of them. I've never heard of them either. What's the thing they say about the Velvet Underground? Everyone who ever, no one listened to the first album, but everyone who did started a band. That's what yeah. people can say. You go, no one listened to Fairly Better, but everyone who did killed themselves. Bought a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone who did became an insult. <laughs> everyone who did committed, <laughs> committed heinous acts of violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but I am feeling optimistic. I know what you mean. 2023, I don't know why. It's like, I, I think I've only just realised what a weight I've been carrying maybe mentally the last sort of few months. And I feel like it's a new start for me. What do you think the weight's been? Just having too much work on. You've had a lot of work on, haven't you? Every time we talk, you're pulling your hair up. But I, I don't know about that. I think it's just... I don't know. I think there's something psychological about a new calendar year that just sort of... It's an opportunity. It's an I opportunity. Compl- I, I feel that. I, I, I realised last year, we did... Me and Sophie <coughs> did like... Excuse me. <laughs> um, life goals and like what we want to do. Mm. Um, it was very funny. Sophie... Uh, did like a vision board where she cut out, a, she drew a tree, then she cut out the tree, then she stuck things on paper about who she wanted to be, blah, blah, blah. I just did like a bullet point list of goals for the year. <laughs> like we, we were the exact opposite. She went into great detail, like plotting out all this shit. Yeah. Mine was just eight hopes for the year. And how many of those did you succeed in? Well, I, I, we did it, I didn't do it last year. So I think last oh. year I, I, I sort of got into a bit of a flump. Mm. Talked about flump a lot in the I just want you to stop using that. You must know another word. A bit of a, at least say slump. Flump's a better word than slump. This feels like a a a, a question for Twitter. But what's a better word, flump or slump? Yeah. If anyone says slump to that question, they're fucking idiots. Flump is clearly a better I word mean, than slump. I, I think. I think. I, I'm sorry. I think you might be leading the witness there, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, but that's. I, I'm the. I'm, this is a. I think a, if you. I think slump's a better word than flump. So there you go, listeners. Yeah. Well, another brilliant reason to follow our Twitter <laughs> at Failing Pod. <laughs> What's a better word, slump or flump? And, and let, I, I feel, as if I, one of our goals mutually was to make this podcast successful. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. We're like, we're, we're, like, we're, like that, we're like that 29-year-old that you sometimes bump into in the pub with a massive pot belly who still thinks he can play in the Premier League. <laughs> never going to happen. We're like, we're in underground, but that's just because we're in, in the sewer with the rats and the yeah. shit. We're underground. Yeah. We're like Master Splinter before he learned karate. <laughs> just a rat trying to make a bunch of turtles buy him a pizza. Fucking hate my life now. <laughs> at failing pod, follow us at failing pod. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling good. I've not drank for nine days, which is nice. Well, that is very nice. I've got to say, I um, I've got back from Morocco yesterday. Oh, how was that? It was amazing. I loved it. Um, I've already told the listeners about it. Um. No, oh, actually, I, I, yeah. When you went away, I briefed briefed them on my uh, uh, trip. trip. Though I, I'm worried that you arrived at a point where it, I stopped, where it sounded like I was maybe saying something quite objectionable about the Moroccan people. I make it very clear: incredible people, <laughs> such a warm welcome, love the culture. I can't wait to go back. Genuinely, it sounds like this sounds like the retraction sort of Andrew Tate's about something about women. <laughs> like, like, I argue with them great. Um, <clears throat> I don't know anything about Andrew Tate. I don't really. I just know he's a cunt, but that's it. Well, that's probably what he thinks about us. Um, you think he's ever heard of us? 
Imagine if he had. Imagine if he said everything I learned about women I learned from failing better. God, that'd be. You know what? Our numbers would go up, but we'd have to change. We'd have to. We'd have to either lose all of them or really lean into some really horrific thoughts and comments. Mm, mm. What do you think we'd do in that situation? Um, I I think we would bury our head in the sand and just carry <laughs> on. <laughs> Carry on as normal. Save the knowledge exactly that all the that all the fans would drift away, like so many others have in the past. That's exactly what happened. We start getting really horrific, like Gmail letters, and just like, let's just ignore everything that's being said. Yeah, we um, get some really bad Gmail letters for sure, Johnny. Um, <laughs> Why do you treat me in such a mean way? I don't treat you in a mean way. I agree with you. Those Gmail letters we get would be terrible. Look, I make tiny mistakes with grammar and such, and you make me feel so small. Oh. Um. So, wait. Yes, alcohol. So I I barely drank, obviously, because alcohol is um, it's meant to be forbidden in in Morocco. I did I did have a couple beers at one point because we were staying in one place that offered them. Um. So how will he like? Is it just completely accepted that alcohol you because like you couldn't buy a joint in a cafe in the UK? So is it presumably it's even less strictly enforced than weed here? Um. There were places, there were very few places where I went to where it was on on off. Oh, really? Very, very few. And almost all of them were like out of the main Medina city, old city limits. Yeah. Um, uh, So what are you doing, Morocco? Talk us through your, how long were you there, a week? Yeah, we were there for a week. And it was a trip that, as you know, I wasn't actually very uh, eager for because I felt like I was quite um, wiped. Yeah. Um, after the year and particularly after the Christmas period and I could have just done with a few more days lounging around the house my wife felt the same and then we went to Marrakesh and I just immediately just loved it and oh, I think nice. I think what well, I think it was the perfect holiday like if you're feeling like ground down a bit and maybe mentally sort of a bit unsure of yourself maybe a bit anxious most people I think they go oh I just want a relaxing holiday I think go to a place like Morocco which is like a full-on assault on the senses. Mm. It's like being mm. punched in the face when you go to Marrakesh. That's actually their slogan, isn't it? Marrakesh, it's like being punched in the face. It's like being punched in the fucking face. Because, <laughs> it, because it's just so full-on. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a different culture. And it's so... like You really have to just keep moving and keep walking. Like Marrakesh, certainly within the old city. You've been there, haven't you? Because I sent you a message when I was there. Yeah, I've been to Marrakesh. I've been to Morocco. Hitchhike there from Newcastle. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, because that sounds like a, a thing that only an idiot wouldn't have loads of great memorable <laughs> stories about. It certainly does. <laughs> but it's like um, the the most interesting thing, particularly in the old city, which is where we stayed. We stayed in like this Riyadh at the old city. You cut. You there's nowhere to stop. There's nowhere to like stop and look out. Like you're always mm. moving. You're always there's always people trying to sell you things. And the like, markets are crazy, aren't they? Yeah, I loved it. I just loved it. Did you buy I loved anything? It so much. In um in Fez, we went to Fez. Did uh, you get a Fez? I didn't get a Fez. I really oh. wanted to. But we bought a um we monkey. Bought a, you bought a monkey? Uh, bought a bought a monkey. And, a and I'd like to introduce him to you. <laughs> His name is Johnny Pelham. He thinks he's a human. Hey-o. Hello. I didn't really get that. I just made a joke. You know you make jokes that you don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't get. Care. I well, sort of I... thought, I hope this is a joke. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. No. It wasn't at all. I, I, yeah, anyway, let's crack on. So we, you... bought, um, we bought a, uh, 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 a bracelet and I sort of said, I said to my wife, I said like, 
we haven't done any sort of barter. We haven't got anything. And then this guy mm. kind of said, oh, this is the o- this used to be a synagogue. This is like the only one of the few old synagogues in mm. in Fez. Because obviously it's a very Muslim, you know, the Muslims came in and, you know, took over um, in like, I don't know what year it was. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> just, I think the, the first, the Muslims came over and took over out of context. It does, it does. <laughs> I mean, it does feel like Andrew Tate's fans would latch onto that in particular. That's a bit we clip for the, for the yeah, social. Yeah, the Muslims came <laughs> But they did. It's interesting historically because it's so it's so similar to the south of Spain, Morocco. Mm. Like I don't know if you've been to Granada, but like it's almost exactly the same as uh, a Moroccan city because of the Muslim, when like yeah, yeah, the yeah. Islamic version of the Crusades or whatever it is. Yeah. Look, I'm not the fucking fella to ask about this shit. What I'm saying is, this guy got us into his little shop. Yeah. And I could. We just knew he was selling us something, and that sometimes you just go. Just do it. Do your yeah, thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I am that. so willing at this point. Yeah. He said, "Oh yeah, it'll be seven hundred. It'll be you know seven hundred and fifty durham for this." And mm. then we got him down to I think three hundred and fifty, and it was a lovely yeah. thing. And it cost four durham to make. It probably did. I mean, yeah. the thing is, all of it was bullshit. He went, "You could tell this is a good product," and he lit a lighter underneath the ruby because that's how you know it's real. <laughs> and I was like, I, "I don't know what that proves, but I." I sort of like salespeople. I sort of I know what you mean. And I it's sort, sort of, of admire part of the experience, it. Yeah. isn't it, to be conned? Like you're sort of meant to be ripped off there. Yeah, I mean it was a nice looking thing. You know, my wife wanted it and sort of said, Oh, I'll give it to my mum. And then That's nice. And I just yeah, maybe it's real, maybe it isn't. Who cares? And also if there's a massive family house, you know, it'll survive. That could be the last thing, you know, your house burns down, there's just that bracelet and you go, Good quality. Yeah, yeah, that, it it definitely um, soothes our our worries, knowing that um, at least the bracelet will survive. Yeah, <laughs> Pro- provided the fire is only the same size as a sort of lighter, which I imagine it will be. Um, um, when I went to uh, Marrakesh, one of the people I was with like haggled for ages about a carpet. Like I'm saying, like an hour. <laughs> you know, when you go away and then you yeah, come back, yeah, yeah. and he was walking and he was like, "Fucking got a fucking great carpet here." And then, and then someone said to him, how are you going to get it back on the flight? And like, he just stopped dead and went, oh, shit. <laughs> and it, it was such a funny moment. It was so... Yeah, it was just great. Because they perfect. ship them, don't they? They always say, we'll ship the carpets. Well, maybe they did. This guy didn't seem to be aware of that because he didn't seem to think that was what was happening. He just thought he was having to bring it back on the um, on the flight. We, had a, we, had, we, were, we, we were brought into a carpet hard sell situation at one point where oh, really? we got we got a tour from we went from marrakesh up to fez through the atlas mountains and the sahara desert i mean it really is it is an incredible place to go yeah. morocco like, did you stay the night at the start did you like stay yeah over? we stayed the night at the sahara That's desert cool. yeah it was brilliant it was brilliant um and at one and we got taken through all the old like uh i think they're called the burma villages yeah yeah called? yeah the, the, the burma villages which were like they're the original native Moroccan people, yeah. And then when like from the Middle East, when the Muslims came and took it, <laughs> I think we should call this episode when the Muslims came. <laughs> well, we're either calling it that or Grasshopper Olympics, yeah. whichever one is going to get us the most <laughs> listens. That's what we're going for. Um, but they took them over. But then at one point we were so, we were towing around all these villages. So what? What's one, their of them, one of them? One of them? Oh, sorry, pardon. No, no, you go on. You've got a good anecdote. I've just got a, a query afterwards. <clears throat> One of them um, was used extensively uh, for the film Gladiator. Oh. And they, and they just kept talking about, this is where they did this in Gladiator. And then they showed us 
uh, he took us into like this house and there was like a woman making rugs out of camel wool. Wow. And he was like, gave us this long thing about it. it goes, yeah, we use vertical looms, which means they they last for a lifetime. You know, this is a generational purchase if you want to buy one of our, you know, we're the only people who make rugs like this, you know, and, and they were sort of selling them, giving us the hard sell about, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we charge a lot, but, you know, this one might be 1200 euros but it takes six months and it will last your family a hundred years mm. and then no one bought anything and i'm glad no one did because we turned the corner as soon as we left and there was literally just a van full of them <laughs> <laughs> we sort of undermined it a bit 1200 euros is too much to ask isn't it but i mean they're trying their luck i mean i don't yeah, blame yeah. them all they need is one person That's a true. week to do that yeah they just need one in here yeah. that, that could have been you I see where they were coming from. 100%. The biggest mistake they've made is banning alcohol in a country where if you'd have given me a couple beers and then yeah. in that heat and put me in there, I'd have bought anything. And also, I think they should isolate each because I think a group has got the will to be like, uh, that. like, next doubt will spread amongst the group. But if it's just yeah. couples, <clears throat> I think they could, they should split people up into different... Yeah, yeah. And then really go to town. Because I think you and Alex would have bought one if it was just you and her. You were pissed. And someone kept talking about how amazing a carpet was. It was really cool. Like, uh, yeah. But stuff like that, like the history of it and all the old cities and the old casbars. Mm. And then we did. Yeah. Yeah, we got we went through the Sahara. We got to ride on camels. Which, you know, me, me and my wife are quite sort of animal rights hippie, you know, nerds. But yeah. even we were like, oh, let's just do it. Let's just, yeah. let's just go for it. And then we got like this campsite and the people who were like the hosts sang us loads of songs and like played Moroccan drums and it's like eh, this is this is cool this is do you feel weird I, when I went to Tanzania <clears throat> I just felt weird when that sort of stuff happened because it felt so like <clears throat> their culture being like commodified into a do you know what I mean I I definitely felt that I mean I uh, part of me thought are they only doing this as part of like a tourist thing yeah if they were they were certainly selling it well but I, mean, I sort of I thought afterwards, it's really funny that this is viewed as a legitimate thing. Like, oh, what a great experience! Like, if I stayed in a travel lodge <laughs> in Redditch, and the manager gathered all the guests and said, "I am now going to sing you all a song." Sweet Caroline. <laughs> but there was one point where they, um, there were a few other people. I, I was the only English person. And they went round and they found all the people. There were loads of French people, loads of Spanish people and a few Americans. And they went round all the nations and go, now you all sing a song from your culture and we'll play along. <laughs> and I said, I said to my wife, I go, if they ask me to sing it, I am going to just fucking go walk away. And then they got to me and I was like, I don't know what to... What did you sing? Luckily, one of them said, where are you from? And I said, England. And they immediately started singing, we will rock you. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> Thank fucking God. What would I have Freddie done? Mercury saves the day again. Thank fuck. And then, and then these Americans started singing American Pie and it was one of the most toe-curling mm, that doesn't sound good. 30 seconds of my life. But, um, well, Americans Morocco are just is, thinking is, about food, aren't they? So it makes sense I'm thinking about American Pie. <laughs> they love food and teen sex comedies. <laughs> and apple pie. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, we've made that joke. You, you, you literally made that joke. Yes, but I was re I was re establishing the premise and, and taking it a step further. I think I've just heard the dog go again. Fucking hell. <laughs> All right, off your pot. Off your pot. So yeah. Uh, Morocco, amazing country. Really glad I went and I do feel 
better listeners. I hope you, you're having a good 2023. I should let you know, Johnny would be too shy to mention this on the podcast. He's been having a few problems with um with eczema, um, particularly around the arse. Uh, he, he sort of said he might talk about it. I, I get in the sense he doesn't want to talk about it. But if you if you have any suggestions for creams, it is all on his ass. So um yeah, do do write in with your suggestions. How you doing, man? Good, good. In fact, I can see from your cheeky face you've done something mischievous. No, I haven't done anything. I was just happy to see you. I think it's no. I've really enjoyed you in the pod again. No, you've you and then you've been too complimentary. You've you've been <laughs> you've been cool to me. I've laughed. I've I've, I've genuinely been very nice to you there. You're going to listen back to this episode when it's released. Yeah. Um, certainly not before. And you're going to really, you're going to be like, oh, he did a really nice thing for me there. Well, I look forward to it. I don't trust you, I've realised, Sean. Why? I think because you seem too pleased with yourself. You've got the, you've got the face of a man who's been cruel and then got away with it. Have you watched the show The Traitors? No, I haven't. Um... I, I think you've been bad on it. <laughs> oh, because... well, that, then I can't wait to watch it. What a great recommendation! No, but I, I I watch professional football. I doesn't I not look at it and go, oh yeah, yeah, in this context, I'd thrive. I don't know what that. I don't know what you're talking about. I guess what I'm saying is that the fact that I don't think you've been good at the traitors doesn't mean a TV show is a bad show. Like in the same way that I know I've been bad at football, but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy watching football. Yeah, I get, Yeah, sure. I guess I'm not going to watch traitors now anyway. Why not? Because you watch it and I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of having a conversation with me. <laughs> no, but also, I, I feel like I've missed the boat with it. I feel. And like also, I'm... can I say, I don't think you can say you don't get the satisfaction of having a conversation with someone who you're hosting a podcast with. <laughs> I'm not giving you the satisfaction of bringing my A game to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so my goal is to be fit. And I did lose a lot of weight in Morocco, which is interesting because literally all those fucking people eat is bread. So, um, <laughs> did you did you find that when you went? I just ate so much bread and pastries and like all of it was it was so carby. But I guess you're walking a lot. Um, mm. It's remarkable how little I can remember from my trip to Morocco. So you hitchhiked from Morocco from Newcastle to Morocco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and did you actually properly hitchhike the whole way, or were there times where you had to buy tickets? No, we hit, the only time we had to get a ticket was on the um, the ferry. Really? Because you, you can hitchhike there, but I think then that's literally illegal because you're not buying a ticket to the ferry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hitchhike. What what was the hardest part to hitchhike from? Because I've the tried it. I've tried hitchhiking in the UK before, and no one came close to picking me up. Really? Because it, yeah. it's actually not that. You have to wait like an hour or two, and then you. The hardest bit was outside of Calais where we genuinely thought this might be impossible. Like, we had to wait, like, 10 hours or something. Okay. But that was and is that just is that just because of everyone's on I think ferries we, getting into France and stuff? And I think we were, so much of it is, like, being dropped off in a good spot. And yeah. I think we just had a shit spot. So, like, we were just in the middle of town or whatever, so no one... I love that. You just at Newcastle City Centre get picked up. All right, where you going, lads? Uh, Morocco. <laughs> Morocco. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too, bitch. Let's fucking do pop. Let's go up Morocco. <laughs> but yeah, we got there. We had a very fun time. I can remember almost nothing about it. One of, one of my aims this year is to get someone managed to get a bit of memory for stuff. I don't really know how to do that. I guess I just have to be in the present more in my life. Yes. Take to Make a journal. Do a journal. That's what I, I do. I, you know what I did? I We did a journal of that and I've lost it. <laughs> you, you did a journal of that? Of what? Of, of the hitchhiking experience. Oh, did Cause, you? Because my friend was like, we should remember this. And then recently messaged me <laughs> going, have you got that journal? 
So like, he's lost it as well, has he? Well, I, I, wrote, I was the writer of the journal. Oh, great. That was an administrative error on his part. Yeah, yeah. The big Cause, time. Because I'm obviously stupid. No, I don't, it's, your stupidity isn't obvious. That's your greatest um, That's your greatest asset, I think, as a person. That's why this podcast has been a big mistake. Why? I think it, because I think before this podcast, people would look at my face and assume I was more intelligent than I am. Well, you've got glasses, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and that's See, something... I'm lucky that I look a lot thicker than I am. I don't know and I'm not, and think, I'm not thick. I think you look pretty on, on brand. You look like a cartoon character, and you have the, the intelligence of a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Whereas you look like an esteemed professor or something. But I think, I'm, I, think I could do a professor, because like, I feel like I, could have, I have that intelligence. What I don't have any intelligence of is like... Like, if someone said to me, John, if I was on Taskmaster, I'd just... So is someone saying this to you? Or is is, is someone saying, John, if I I was on Taskmaster? Or is this you starting I changed my analogy. I changed my analogy. Okay, cool. If I was on Taskmaster, like, second task in, I'd just curl into a ball and stuff. What I like about that is that you are represented by the company that make Taskmaster, and so it isn't actually that ridiculous that you could one day be on it. Yeah, yeah, you, I, yeah, even now you're going, I'm out, I'm throwing in the towel. No, I do it in a, I'll do it in a second for the money and the <laughs> fun. But really the money, but I'd be awful on it. Yeah, yeah. Unless anyone from Avalon is listening to this, in which case I'd be very good and I think I could make an excellent <laughs> contribution. I think you'd be brilliant on Taskmaster. Well, it would be funny. I'd be I funny. think you'd be great. Because I I'd think, be... isn't the idea... I I don't watch it, really. I don't watch it, either. But People I... keep saying, oh, it's great, isn't it? I say, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's what I do. What's I go, your favourite And I go, I've never watched a single episode of it. I said that about the Shawshank Redemption for about 15 years of my life. I went, yeah, I bloody love the Shawshank Redemption. Then mm. I finally watched it, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. Oh, I think it's good. You know what's sad about the Shawshank Redemption? Is Morgan Freeman seems to have really sold his soul. And I Why? think because he, he was... Uh, an ambassador in Qatar. He mm. does some nature documentaries for some really uh, like fundamentalist Christian people, which are like crazy. So he's like, I think he's just like, so, he's got such a good voice, and he's dedicated it pretty much to evil over the last ten years. That is a shame. Uh, sort of the opposite of us. We've both got horrendous voices, <laughs> but we have dedicated it purely for good. For truth and justice. <laughs> Uh, my voice shall only be heard in the fight for truth, justice, and also asking for five-star reviews. Journalistic integrity has a new home, and it is built on the foundations of Sean McLaughlin and Johnny Pelham failing better. Genuinely, though, do give us a five-star review. Actually, subscribe as well and follow the podcast, because that will help. I we learned... to... All right. Well, then, we're, we're doing very well, but also, if you could get any family member who has a Spotify thing or anything and just secretly subscribe them to the podcast, that'd be great. It's because the thing is, our numbers are going up and our Patreon numbers are genuinely rising very quickly. But it's like, you only get in the charts if you get new subscribers. Yeah. So just look, use your your mum's laptop, your dad's laptop, your nan's laptop, maybe not your your child's. Your cellmate's laptop. Your cellmate's laptop. Go into into a PC world and bloody sign up on there and do that. Get your local Weatherspoons, mates. Go around, have a Weatherspoon day and just sign them all up to the Patreon. Yes. Just, or just give us a bloody five... This is a five-star podcast. Think of the, think of the conversations we've had. Yeah. I, think of, I think of the conversations we could have had. Yeah. 
Look, if you want conversations about how the Muslims have taken over various places <laughs> on the Grasshopper Olympics, this is the podcast for you. And by the way, if this is your first time listening, those two are the tenets of this podcast. The current themes. Well, that's what we talk about mainly. <laughs> and it's like, wouldn't it be great if Grasshopper's had an Olympics and also Britain for the British? <laughs> Um, um, were you going to talk about birds, Sean? Yeah, were you going to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen? Oh, I could talk about Carly Rae Jepsen. What um, was Because Johnny had a little list that he had for the things he wanted to talk about. It wasn't a little list. It was a, it was a lovely list of things we should talk about throughout the app. And Carly Rae Jepsen was on that. Okay, so do you want to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen? I'll talk about birds and then we'll wrap this fucking puppy up and we'll see you at the top of the iTunes charts. Oh, yeah. Is that a nosebleed? Because I'm pretty high up in the charts right now. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Anyway, I'm off to see Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Jepsen. <laughs> Is it not Jepsen? How do you it's say Jepsen. Jepsen. Okay, what do you know about Carly Rae Jepsen? All I know is this song. <laughs> hey, I just met you and this is crazy. But here's my number, so come and me, me, and all the other boys try to chase me. But here's my number, so come and me, me. Can and I you say, say something, you way more of that song than I thought Johnny, Johnny you've, you've sung a fair few songs in the history of this podcast. That is definitely the one that has been most like the song you intended it to be like. Because <laughs> normally no you sing Kesha who you claim is your favourite musical artist of all time, despite the fact you seem to know one line of one of her songs. And greatest artist, greatest human, Kesha, lover. Greatest love artist and, and human now. Yeah, yeah, better than Mandela, in my opinion. Just my opinion. But I think better than Mandela, better than Pele, and certainly better than that wanker, Barack Obama. <laughs> By the way, all the Andrew Tate heads, <laughs> take, take your shoes off, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Welcome to the incel community. <laughs> no, Cash is the greatest, but Carly Rae... So why, why, where are you seeing Jepsen? In Manchester somewhere. Probably um, the arena, I'd, I'd assume. The arena. And uh, basically... 24... She, got some, she got some big songs, Carly Rae Jepsen. What, what other songs did she She does that other one. I really, 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 really like you. Do you want to? Do you want me to? Can I just say, I never heard that song. It sounds like the shittest song. And the lyrics really, I really, 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 really like it. Yeah, and you're, knowing you, you're probably going to be back there going, oh, there's about three reallys too many. I really, 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 really like you. Do you want pop me? music's got worse. Yeah, I know. And he, you want to fight that, because you want to be like, I'm sure the younger generation is just different. And then someone does a song that says, I really, 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 really like you, and you feel, so I'm going to see I really like you, woman. That yeah, you're seeing her and you're like seeing Cookie Baby. She's done a few others. I'm going to get her up. She's and massive, man. All the other boys. Try to chase me. Maybe it's not Carly Mae Jepsen because it only costs like 25 quid. <laughs> it doesn't sound like her. <laughs> but I, to be honest, I didn't know that she was still that big. So I didn't I know it... she was still mad. Well, it must be. I mean, we can't be having a long conversation about someone who you're not even seeing. Let me say like Ticketmaster. You're in. It is Carly Mae Jepsen. Yeah, I'm seeing her. So there you go. She's um she's from Canada. Canada, like your wife. Like my bloody wife. Maybe like... maybe it is my wife. Here's a fun game. Uh, yeah. One of her most recent singles is called Party for One. I think you should guess. Just do a prediction of what that song is like. It's called Party for One, Johnny. Do a prediction. Party for one. I'm alone again, but I'm happy because I left you, you toxic prick. I think, I think it's going to be an empowering song about being single. And, wow, that yeah, would be yeah. great if it's that. 
Yeah, yeah. What do you what? think it's going to be? You give, give us your version of Party for One. Yeah. Party for One. Cluedo for two. Omelettes for three. Oh, God, I need you. So what's happening in that song, then? <laughs> it's just, it's one of those, it's more like a kind of abstract lyrical theme. It sounds quite abstract. So who are the omelettes for? Is she eating three omelettes? In, is she having I think it's omelets? more like, it's, it's, you're, more, you're getting sort of snapshots into her, her week, a week in her life. Right. Where she's sort of, she's alone, but she's with people. But maybe being with people is making her more alone. Party for one. Cluedo for two. Omelettes for three. Oh boy, I need you. <laughs> no, what do you think about that? I think that's pretty good, actually. It's like, um, you know, that documentary with the Beatles uh, riff. It's like that. It's like a brief <laughs> do you mean, clip. When you say you... When you say you know documentaries where the Beatles riff, do you mean you that know, one? I do- said the, I said the documentary. The, 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 the documentary. You <laughs> 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 wouldn't be allowed in the gig. <laughs> this is so bad, man. <laughs> right. Oh. Anyway, why did you buy tickets to Cardiff Ray, Jepson? Because on the 24th of December... <laughs> of course! I, I realised I hadn't bought Sophie a Christmas present. And I was Is that all get you a, got her? I was going to get a ticket to see Pink, and Pink was like 200 quid. I was like, <laughs> Don't love that. you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, Sophie likes Pink. Sophie's never heard of Cardiff Ray, Jepson. <laughs> However, irrelevant. I think she's going to love it. It's going to be a night of boogieing for me and Sophie. That'd be great. I got gig tickets for Christmas. Who are you going From to see? From my wife. Um, <laughs> seen Borat? There's a bit of Borat there. Seen, <laughs> for the George, seen George Sachs come on in. out. Just for the Tate heads. My wife. You love all that, don't you? Um, I got tickets to see The War on Drugs. That sounds awful. Is that a band? <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> They're one of my favourite bands. Well, The War on Drugs has been a cataclysmic failure by almost every measure and led to sort of... Um, paramilitary groups in Colombia and Venezuela kicking out, and you often watch that, are you? Well, they have also inspired the name of a pretty great rock and roll band. I mean, that's a really shit, bordering on offensive name for a band. The what, the War on Drugs? Yeah. What do you mean there's a shit name for a band? What would you call a band? Uh, what do you call them? The, the fucking minimum wages? No, I'd call them the, the lampshades. And we'd all, we'd all have, we'd, you like Lady Gaga's thing. <laughs> I am so sick of you. Just looking at things in your <laughs> office and saying them as if it's part of... Every time I go, what would you call this? You just go, lampshade. Because <laughs> you have no imagination or memory of the last time I said, what would you call a band? And you went, the lampshades. <laughs> Say what you're saying. My heart... <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> well, maybe what I need to do is I need to get a better office. Maybe what my... you need to do is get a better brain. Oh, of course I need that. Everyone needs that. Oh, not the war on drugs. Great band. Great shit, band. Shit and also band. great initiative from the US government. I fucking <laughs> should have gone harder on those cunts. I hate the war on drugs. I love it. I love all their albums and I love the displacement of people in Nicaragua. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> What's well, the war- well, the thing is, we actually were doing a good podcast. But as always, we reverted back to the mean. Go fuck yourselves. Give us a five star review. fuck yourself. Um, what's um, go? What? Do you want to come and see them with me? Because you never go and see live music in London, is it? No, it's in Brighton actually. They're playing mm, the Brighton Centre. Even further away. No, it'll be fun. <laughs> it's in the summer. It's in June. Come down. And June? We'll, yeah, I've got we'll... a gig in Brighton in June. If it's the same week, I've, I'll have. It my might gig be the up. same night. It's on the Saturday. Yeah, I'm doing a gig first week in Saturday. First week in Saturday. That's where it is. It's the first week in Saturday. First weekend, the third. 
No. Oh, like, well, I'm... Oh, okay. what? What? I'm doing... Oh, man. I'm doing... I'm doing Brighton on the 24th. You well, should have come down that, that time. No, it's on the 17th. And they're going to sing all their big songs, like Under the Pressure and... Nixon was right. Nixon was right, and so was Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this conversation... Um, <laughs> Do What's you want to talk about? What, what do you want to talk about? What was the you thing to... I was going to talk about? Birds. Birds. Well, long-time listeners to the podcast will know I am a... Uh... A birdhead. That's what we call ourselves, birdheads. The birdies. <clears throat> um, I am a uh, long-time uh, contributor to the RSPB, the Royal Society for the Pre- Protection of Birds. And as uh, long-time listeners know, I think that is a disgrace. How many charities are you, are you giving to on the regular, then, Johnny? Uh, uh, my private matters will remain private in this conversation. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's Rishi Sudak's his way into another victory. Thank you. In this. Um, my personal my personal finances should not be part of this uh, this conversation. <laughs> yes, it does not matter how many how many charities I give to. In fact, by saying how many charities I give to, it would merely distract from what an important job I'm doing on this podcast. I think that's very true. I think I think you've summarised very eloquently and very succinctly my view on this matter. <clears throat> well, so actually, it to the in birds. a way, this this is actually maybe tie the whole episode back up. Yeah. Um, I, and this morning I received it was you know it's since I've been given to the RSPB every six months you get a little magazine about birds. That's quite a long. T- I thought it'd be, that's only twice a year. Mm. I guess they've got to spend most of money on on saving birds. Well, it's not um, it's not exactly um, it's not exactly a uh, Empire magazine. You know, it, it it's mm. ultimately it's it's it, it comes. It's not like an actual magazine. It's just sort of a little thing they throw out just to kind of keep us interested in birds. Really, uh, a subject which, frankly, I have never been interested in until this morning. But um. I was reading all about it and there was, there was a big article about swans migrating from Siberia to Britain, how there's less of them, but there's more swans that migrated from Iceland to Britain. And what does that mean in terms of climate change? Um, Can I have a question? Do yes. um, Icelandic swans and the other type of swans get on or do they fight? <clears throat> they One of them are, are louder and one of them are mute. The mute swans are no longer coming to Britain that's just because they're the better swans. I think the mute you want a mute swan rather than a loud swan, just in my opinion. Mm, mm, mm. I've well, often pa- looked at a crack a, a swan, like fucking yapping on, and thought I wish that had a mute button. <laughs> I I wish we had a mute button. <laughs> we I, do, and that's I that am, stop button. You <laughs> I am gonna, what I'm going to do now, listeners, is call it. This episode is over. What? We'll talk, we'll talk about birds next week. All right. Um, thank you so much for listening. Do give to the RSPB. Do has this been a long enough? Has it been a long enough app? I think it's been almost an hour. Oh, has it? All right, fair enough. Um, I've really enjoyed this episode back. I feel like you lost faith in it, Sean. No, I think it was fine. I think we're, I think it's. I think you know it, what I'm doing is I'm playing into the natural ebb and flow of an average episode of failing better. Well, you're doing it very um, well, and thank you're you. keeping me on the edge of my seat. And so I imagine I can't imagine how what you're doing to the listeners probably almost orgasmic. I'd imagine. Almost. Um, well, uh, feel That's free as to close <laughs> as I've ever got. If you want to, if you want to finish yourselves off, sign up to the Patreon. Uh... 
I'm a millennial. Just £3 a month. You'll get extra content every week from us. You get new stand-up uh, and you'll support the podcast and you will finally be able to reach sexual climax. Woohoo! And also... Isn't, you isn't, that f- the game, isn't that the game we're all in deep down? Yeah, we just shag and eat and sleep. That's humanity. And then every now and then someone listens to Shakespeare to try and make themselves feel better about their empty lives. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else, Johnny? Anything else? If you want to email us, failingbetterpod at gmail.com. I'm in Newcastle this weekend. If anyone fancies at the stand, if anyone fancies oh, bobbling really? down. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I am uh, doing some gigs in York. In York? Let's make a lot of money. And then I'm doing, actually, I'm doing a really good club gig in London on Friday at 21 Soho. Do come to that. And I'm doing another one in uh, on Thursday in London at Strip Light at Camden Comedy Club, but it's a new material night and I haven't written a joke in about six months. So That'll be the more fun <laughs> one then. Go to the one on Thursday, avoid yeah, the that. one on 20, 21 Soho. I'm hard. really looking forward to getting back and just doing circuit comedy, actually, funnily enough, because you say you're, you're saying that your love of stand-up has sort of been rekindled. And I I'm think really I, loving it, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I need to get... I, you know, I always like it, but it became more like a job sort of for a few, yeah. for a little while, and now I want it to be a, a I passion. Have that, as much I as have that a thing job. again where, like, you do it and then people give you money and it feels mental. You know, because you're really enjoying mm. it and you're, like, you're having really... And then they go, oh, yeah, this is also how you pay for shit. Mm. And it's like... And... It, and Last year I hardly gigged. It was in quite a, like, oh, I can't be asking gigging. And I do feel like, yeah, I'm really up for it again. So that's very nice. Momentum's a key thing as well. I think if you're doing a lot of gigs and enjoying them, it, mm. it sort of becomes a snowball effect. Don't you think? I, I do. And I also think having a break was good. Like I needed to not do it for a bit to remember mm. why I liked it. Mm. And now I do remember. And I'm sure I'll forget very soon. Maybe I'll forget on stage in Newcastle this weekend. So make sure... <laughs> You can come down and see the the joy, love, and fire go out of my eyes and be replaced by sadness, anxiety, and a, a, a seeking for a new job. We're back. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. We're going to be back next week. We're going to keep doing. Obviously, every Tuesday is the main app, and then I think we've got a, we're going to do a few guest ones on the Fridays. I think we're basically going to sort of play it as it comes. We're going to try and do as many extra Friday ones as we can, but no guarantees. But you'll always get at least a Tuesday out of us. I hope that's okay. I hope that's okay too. And if it's not okay, then you can join our Patreon where you get extra content. That's a good plug. <laughs> if, you don't, if it's not good enough for you, then listen to another fucking podcast. How about that? <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> All right, should we go now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> my voice is not a go. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 